This podcast brought to you by Mori. Mori captures every nuance of your testing session, providing you with hard data and vivid, undeniable examples of usability problems. By iRise. iRise visualization gives companies a powerful way to define applications right the first time by enabling global organizations to test drive and fully experience systems early in the process. By Axure. Start designing more effectively, experience dynamic prototypes, and communicate ideas more clearly with Axure RP. And by Boxes and Arrows. Visit boxesandarrows.com slash about slash participate to be a part of your peer-written journal. In this episode, Editor-in-Chief at Boxes and Arrows, Chris Baum, chats with co-chair Bill DeRussi about his efforts in building the third annual Interaction Design Conference taking place February 4th to 7th, 2010 at the Savannah College of Art and Design in Savannah, Georgia. I hope everyone enjoys the podcast. Cheers. Hi, this is Chris Baum, and I'm here with Bill DeRushi, co-chair for Interaction 10. Uh, we're here to talk a little bit about how the IXDA has taken their conference through the first two years and is now getting ready for the 2010 conference. Bill, welcome. Hey there. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing, Chris? Doing well, thanks. I just, you know, let's start a little bit by um, giving us a little history. What has gone before for interactions. Okay, yeah, this is our, our third year of the conference. Uh, the first year was Interaction 08, which was, you know, cleverly in 2008, and that took place in Savannah, Georgia. And then Interaction 9 was uh, up in Vancouver, BC. And both conferences were actually, uh, why we picked those cities is because we always try to pair up where there's a, a design school in the city. So we kind of co-host it with, with a design school. Right. So the first year was with Savannah College of Art and Design, also known as SCAD. And the second year in Vancouver was with Simon Fraser University. And so what we're trying to do this year, we're actually returning to Savannah mm-hmm. um, for 2010. And there's a, a couple of reasons for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have predicted that, you know, two years ahead of time. But once we got down to making the decision of where to go for a city, it actually made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Because one thing that we are trying to do with this conference series is learn from year to year. And to you know, improve, you know, take a look back what worked last year, and then improve upon that for the next year. Um, but at the exact same time, also kind of leave some stuff alone, so you're not trying to change up change up too many variables at one time. Mm-hmm. So you kind of go with you know some of your your knowns that you know how to deal with, and then you kind of you know tweak with the conference and or actually evolve is probably a much better way to phrase it. Uh, you evolve the conference, you know, in in other directions. So that's why we chose Savannah this year is to work again with Savannah College of Art and Design um, because we know that you know they're an amazing group to work with. They give us a lot of support, and that gives us a little bit of latitude to experiment in other directions. So wait, Bill, stop the presses. That means you're testing and iterating. That just sounds crazy to me. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's the long-term plan for prototyping. Yeah. It really seems like the program has evolved along with it. You know, the you, you just launched the website for the event. You're you, you're doing your call for submissions now, right? Uh, what what is the thing that you you reorganize a little bit into four different sessions that that's, that are into discussions, activities, demonstrations, and presentations? Right. Talk a little bit about each of those because those aren't necessarily things you hear or, or you see in the the conference programs yeah what we um what we wanted to do we wanted to shake it up a l- little bit we know we were we were going to stick with the same 
uh, from a timing standpoint, the same four-day thing, a day and a half of free conference workshops and two and a half days of conference. Um, but we really kind of sat back. I should say, when I say we, I mean Jennifer Beauvais, my co-chair and I, we just kind of sat back and even like in question, what is a conference? You know, get, getting all meta about it um, and trying to re- rethink. And conferences typically seem to be you go to a room, you sit and listen. You go to a room, you sit and listen, and, and you move on. And and it's wonderful because you learn great stuff, but it's always this it's – a, it's a one-way type of situation. As far as presentations go, we got you – know, we're going to have keynote speakers, and we actually have a pretty pretty awesome lineup that we'll be announcing here within the next couple of weeks. Right. And then we've got some other invited speakers. Um, but I think one of the challenges that we had in the first two years were uh, what we call the lightning rounds. And the lightning rounds were these – you know, they're all from community submissions. They're all 25 minutes in length. Sure. But it was just, it just felt it was too rapid um, from a timing standpoint. And so we kind of wanted to blow up, blow that up a little bit. So you mean rapid from you get into the session, people would present really fast, and then that's it. It's over. They had to leave. Is that what you it, mean? Yeah, exactly. And then you have to move on to the next one. Okay. It's what turns out is 25 minutes is kind of a fascinating amount of time. Um, 45 or 40, and you have time to kind of dig into your topic. Five minutes, like an igniter, you know, pecha kucha, mm-hmm. you have to just nail it and get off the stage. Um, but 25 is a, is a weird kind of in-between place where you kind of start ramping up, and by the time you've ramped up, you're done. Um, so we wanted, we wanted to shake that up. So what we did was for the... The sessions that we're seeking from the community um, to get submissions, we broke them into discussions, activities, demonstrations, and presentations. And we wanted to get um, people interacting. Right. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Conference is called interaction. It's interaction design. Well, let's get people interacting. <laughs> and also knowing that most of these sessions happen in the afternoon when people just want to take naps. So we wanted to kind of get people moving and talking and be a bit more lively. So discussions. This kind of evolved from last year, Josh Seiden, really at the last minute, had an impromptu session where he just posed a question to the audience and then um, and the audience had a discussion. And that, that one was about uh, basically in a bad economy, what can interaction design do? Right. But, but it worked out really, really well. So we kind of wanted to bring that notion back of let's have – people just guide discussions. Let's pose a question to the community and you get a bunch of people in the same room and have a discussion. And I want to distinguish this from a panel where panels are typically, you know, you get four people on the stage, Mm -hmm. they go back and forth and then there's some time at the end for Q and a, but discussions, what we really want to do is much more of a, um, having the discussion leaders facilitate a conversation among the audience so wait, it sounds like it's a panel with the audience. Like the audience is the panel, basically. Sure, you can look at it that way. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, isn't that that's kind of part of what conferences are anyway? Um, you know, half of the fun of the conference is not just the sessions themselves. It's the in between moments. It's the the talks you have in the hallways. It's the you're up late night in the bar talking about stuff. You know, why not try to incorporate that fun dynamic into the program itself? How, so I mean it's pretty easy to capture things like presentations and um, you know things where there's a, pr- a presenter talking. Right. Are you planning on trying to capture the discussions as well or is that going to be something that pretty much stays with the conference? 
Do you mean from a capturing from a video standpoint? It could be video. I mean, however you might do it, it could be you know submissions to a group. It could be you know many different things. I'm just wondering if there if that's something that's going to have to kind of just live within the conference, and that's about it. It's possible. I mean, yeah, the logistics of capturing that on video um, are going to be tricky. We do we do video all the sessions, but the discussion ones. That could be a challenge, um, and quite frankly, we'll we'll figure that out you know, as time goes on. Um, you know, it depends on the size of the room, et cetera. Of course. Well, how about activities? Tell us a little bit about that one. That's so a little bit different too. Yeah, so activity. We wanted to get people moving. You know, in a sense. You know, is there some kind of you know learning a method? You know, on the fly, actually doing something. You know, getting people to stand up. You know, could it be a session on? I'm just making this up right now. Uh, you know, play acting. You're, you know, you're acting out a user scenario as opposed to you know writing it down on a piece of paper. Right. Um, is it a game that teaches some kind of principle? Is it a mini field trip to go out into the world and you know and observe and learn something? Right. It's just you know getting people out of the chairs and learning through the method of actually doing than rather just listening or talking. Is this going to be a shorter session like a lightning run, or is it? You know, are the length of these variable based upon what people want to do? Uh, no, we're actually targeting these to all be you know, forty-minute sessions. Okay, and we're trying to pin the schedule so all sessions are forty minutes and all breaks are twenty minutes, so we can have a really simplified schedule. So you know, this is happening at one o'clock. This is happening at two o'clock. Instead of this is happening at you know three twenty-five and that's happening at four fifteen. You know, that kind of thing. So. You mean that you're going to actually try to keep the clock helping you make your way to the next session? That's right. Excellent. And then uh, Every, Devin, everything's open up for design. That's that's the beauty thing. It's like <laughs> everything's open for design. Most excellent. Let's talk a little bit about the demonstrations piece. That, that again is a little bit different than what you normally find in a conference program. Yeah, demonstrations is probably a bit, it's kind of similar to presentations where um, the ideas are, suppose somebody has built something they're proud of, they want to launch something, they want to announce something. Um, it's just more of a more of a formal show and tell, I suppose. Ah, uh, okay. I think we've seen a couple of those things happen in the past, but you're just going to kind of make it, encourage it to be part of the program, it sounds like. Exactly. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Okay. And presentations is is straightforward. You know, somebody up there talking with whatever you know tool they want to, um, whatever yeah, whatever the topic is. I mean, it's not always straightforward, but we we definitely get the concept. So that's great. Right? Yeah, it's, it's the most normal format. I'll put it that way. Well, there's also things like documentaries, and, and there seems to be an uh, art exhibition going on. Just I mean a little bit about those as well. Are those what are those about? So these two ideas really came out of the. Um, just really brainstorming beyond, you know, what can we do, you know, beyond the conference itself. And it kind of came from the notion of, is there some kind of artifact that we can leave behind? Um, one thing about conferences is, you know, they happen, they're captured via a million photos, you know, uh, a million, you know, you know things on Twitter. Um, but we kind of wanted to leave some kind of artifact. And so the, so the art exhibition, that came out of the, idea really because SCAD had a room available to us that we wanted to use in some kind of different way. It wasn't quite a, uh, wasn't perfect for a presentation type of room or a conference type of room, but it was really cool for an exhibition. So we thought, well, 
why not? Let's have an art exhibition. And that's around the idea of, again, the focus is, is interaction design or even interaction in, to be more general. Mm-hmm. But are there different ways that we can express what people think interaction is or their opinions on the interaction between people and people, between people and technology, or maybe even be- between technology and technology. But just to kind of, you know, break out that thinking in a different way, you know, through a different medium. You know, it's no surprise that a lot of the people in this industry, you know, probably have that um, maker's bent, you know, t- you know, on the side. Everybody has like, you know, a second skill that they love to express, but they don't always get to through their, you know, through their professional hat. So this is so, going to be kind of an interaction design maker fair. Um, maker fair, make, maker fair definitely has some strong connotations, like it's all electronics. But um, I don't want to. Well, that's not necessarily true. But I don't want to say it's strictly a maker's fair. And it's like let's. We wanted to give people the opportunity to to make things, um, and then well, and display them in an exhibition type format. To be able to show them to their interaction design brethren. Basically. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, that sounds great. And, I mean, it seems like you, I mean, there's this is a big program because you also have um, some local design challenges and student competitions involved. Is, is that for the local um, SCAD community or is that wider than that? Actually, before we go there, I want to make sure we talk about the documentaries. Oh, apologies. So, yeah, please. Um, so the documentaries, um, that came out of the idea of there are so many different voices out there in the interaction design community. We want a way to, to kind of capture you know, a couple of ideas. Right. Uh, our goal is to produce two of them. Uh, the first one is called Interaction Design, What's That? And the second one is called Interaction Design, A Day in the Life. And so Interaction Design, What's That? is taking the whole, oh, defining the damn thing dynamic and kind of turning it inside out and acknowledging that it's pretty much impossible to come up with a single definition in a field that's changing so rapidly because technology is changing so rapidly. But to give people a voice to say what they think it is. And so the idea is pretty simple. We want to have people submit, you know, short video clips, um, you know, roughly, you know, 30 seconds each, you know, give or take a few seconds, Mm -hmm. and assemble them, you know, into a, a collage of takes on what they think interaction design is. And the second one is taking the exact same video format, but from the sense of a day in the life. What is it um, people actually do, you know, in their jobs? You know, show us how you do in interaction design. And those can, are intended to be you know, kind of living artifacts after the conference is over. And hopefully it would be like a great introduction for people who are just getting into the field and want to get a sense of, you know, what is this field? Because like most of the you know, field names within the grand user experience world, definitions are tricky and understanding what they, you know, kind of are are kind of tricky because, well, you know, well, whatever. We, we all know the challenges behind that. So this is a tool to try to help, you know, communicate at least um, from, from a variety of opinions what that is. Oh, that sounds great. Do you... Do you need to wait to the conference if, if you want to put together one of those videos, is, or can you submit them beforehand? The um, what we're, we're aiming to do is have people submit by November first, 
And there's still some details I need to kind of get around this as far as like, you know, resolution and format and, you know, things like that. Right. But the idea is to have people uh, send, send clips ahead of time or point us to clips online. Mm-hmm. And we would, you know, kind of cull those and edit those and assemble those into a, into a single movie and then show the movie at the conference. Ah, interesting. But there's no reason why we couldn't do it after the conference if we pick, you know, whatever whatever tag that could be used on, you know, on YouTube, Flickr video, you know, it's Vimeo, et cetera. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. But that that submission line, uh, time of November 1st is a little different than the, the presentation session time, which is – or the, the other session submission date, which is September 15th, correct? Correct. Great. And the difference for that is um, – the submissions day for the sessions is September 15, which so that gives us enough time to develop the final program and announce the final program by October 15th, which is when registration opens. But for the videos and for the art exhibition, we have a little bit more time um, in order to get to get the final artifacts together ready for the conference. Great. I mean, this sounds like you're shaking things up pretty significantly. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about the other people that are involved, because I mean the I'm sure that we'll recognize many of the names. So it's been really fun working with Jen because um, she has a lot of you know great ideas in terms of you know what a conference can be. She's had some experience before, you know, developing events like this, and um, know, knows a ton of people, has a ton of great ideas. It's been it's been a lot of fun. On the design side, we're working with Will Evans and Todd Zaki Warhol, who are doing the experience design, which encompasses. The, the website, the on-site experience, which is the signage, the program, et cetera, um, just kind of like, you know all that you know that communication layer exactly. of you know of how to ex- how to experience a conference, mm-hmm. and also Jonathan Knoll, um, affectionately known as Yoni, is also working with us on the development team to to get the site um, up and rolling. We're working with Mario Bork um, and Steve Beatty in terms of you know promotions and marketing and communications. Right. And I sure hope I'm not missing anybody. Um, a big one um, on the SCAD side is our old friend Dave Maloof, who is of course. you know now you know um, basically our our SCAD liaison. And Dave, of course, is 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 always wearing you know two hats in the situation. He's you know he's uh, a professor at SCAD. He's working with SCAD, but he, of course, has a very long and involved history with the Interaction Conference. You know, co-chairing the first one. So his experience is, is is pretty valuable because he gets to see both the the side of the school, you know, being our co-host, and also just his experience with the conference itself. Of course, I just want to you know mention one thing from uh, the you know interaction of the site piece. Um, that was actually one of the most striking things uh, of of uh, interaction 08 was the way that that the conference was integrated into the site because there was you know a few different buildings that were involved it'll be interesting to see how um, Todd and Will inter- in, you know, engage that and see how they've evolved that over time as well did you yeah, actually- in in, uh, in Vancouver as well um, in 09, it was, it was hotel based. Um, in 08, it was, we, we tried to do outside hotels and 09 was, was inside hotels. So when you're in a hotel, it's a lot easier, you know, to design the, the actual experience, you know, because you're, you're in a single building. We're actually, we were in 
actually we were in two different buildings um, in Vancouver, two different hotels. Mm-hmm. But this year we're going to be in three different venues, you know, three different buildings that were within a couple block radius. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see how we um, how we pull off just the flow of people, you know, going you know back and forth, and which is kind of a fascinating angle, you know, to designing a conference is just simply the flow of people. And trying to do that, you know, smoothly and as and effectively as possible, yet engaging, you know, along the way. It's all about the journey, not the destination, of course. Of course. <laughs> now, if, if someone wanted to sponsor Interactions, uh, Interaction Ten, uh, how would they go about doing that? Who do they contact for that? Uh, they were actually able to contact me um, through email address sponsorship at ixda.org. That's sponsorship at ixda.org, and I would love to talk to talk to anybody. Um, we got a variety of different... Actually, yeah, we're even rethinking that a little bit um, as far as like how to how to incorporate sponsors into a conference. You know, knowing that sponsors come to conferences for different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, some want to demonstrate thought leadership. You know, some want to demonstrate product. You know, some are there just to simply recruit. And so we tried to even divvy that up a little bit. So we're going to have a, a dedicated recruiting area um, where sponsors who are there for that single purpose can, you know, have their table slash booth, you know, kind of in the recruiting area with, you know, kind of interview, interview rooms available. And I think we're actually going to be holding that in, in a library, which is, which is kind of fascinating. Hmm. Um, the sponsors that are there to demonstrate product, they are going to be in the same building as the art exhibition, so that kind of gives you know those sponsors you know a nice dedicated place, a place where people are, are going to go to, and so it's the same kind of notion of you know the sponsors are showing their work and the attendees are showing their work in the art exhibition. So kind of have a pretty good feeling about that one. And as far as thought leadership, um, there's also opportunities for you know, sponsor to have you know some kind of some speaking gigs or to sponsor content um, and to have some visibility in that way. Sound interesting. I mean, again, you know, it really sounds like you're taking the interaction practice and applying it to the conference and seeing how, you know, just like we would with a website, different content, putting it together and seeing how that at relates. It's very cool. Yeah, well, we're pretty excited about it. I mean, it's taking the, the base notion of a conference and you know just and evolving it, you know, in different directions. And, and the next six months, you know, getting ready for it is going to be, of course, a crazy whirlwind. Um, but I'm feeling just really excited about where this is all going to, you know, end up in February. Well, and I kind of want to wrap up at the end. Uh, you know, there's been the two conferences before. Um, can you just give us, like, the thumbnail sketches of, you know, going from 08, which was, you know, mostly presentations, introducing some of the lightning round concepts through... 2009 in Vancouver and kind of how it's maturing into 2010. Mm, okay. Yeah, so 2008 was, of course, the the first one, you know, and a lot of the notion of that conference was, you know, yay, we exist. You know, it's the first conference, just, just, just launching it. Um, and so that one, I think well, that conference mostly experimented with doing a conference outside of a hotel, mm-hmm. um, changing up the timing of sessions a bit with the lightning rounds, of course, um, and even just kind of the breadth of topics. You know, trying to represent um, interaction design with that breadth, 
And the second conference, 09, what we did there was we expanded it in terms of days. It went from three days to four days, mm-hmm. um, adding a half day each for workshops and for conference. Of course, we went to a different city. Um, but I think for a lot of the, for the most part, I think that's kind of where the experimentation, um, that's kind of where it was limited to, I think. It was mostly the different cities, you know, trying it in a hotel venue, um, but also expanding the length. And it actually, again, expanding the breadth of, of topics. Um, one thing that was really interesting from a, from a content standpoint was that all the keynoters, there was this really interesting thread that happened in the content of the keynoters in, in 09 in terms of sustainability. And it was almost... It was, it was quite frankly, um, I don't want to say accidental. Let's, we'll go first, you know, uh, serendipitous. Yeah. Wow, it was too early for it to pull that word out of my hat. Um, <laughs> serendipitous. Um, and so, yeah, so the content really kind of you know, took an interesting angle in, in 09. And for 10, what we're doing is we're going back to um, the location um, from a known standpoint Although, actually, to be honest, the, we're not using the same actual venues in 10 as we did in 8. We are going to Savannah. We are working with Scadigan, but we're working with completely different venues. Hmm. So, so there's a little bit of a known and a little bit of an unknown that are happening at the exact same time. So you know and the a, format. You just don't have the same nodes, basically. Uh, yeah. From a, from a timing standpoint, from an overall standpoint, the, the format's the same. It's still four days. Um, and, but the buildings are different that we're actually using. So that's going to be, you know, kind of interesting. We're actually, one of the, the main theater is going to be the trustees theater, which, you know, seats, I think about a thousand people, although we're not going to be using all thousand seats by any stretch. Hmm. And so that's going to be, you know, we've got this, you know, the core of the conference is this, you know, grand, gorgeous theater right. and, then, and then using a couple of buildings, you know, surrounding that. And of course, all the other experimentation about just beyond the conference itself, in terms of the art exhibition, the documentaries, the the student competition, and then the the local Savannah challenge. We got a quite a program lined up. Sounds great. Well, I'll tell you what, Bill. Let's let you get back to that all the work that's going to happen between now and February. Okay. And I want to thank you very much for taking the time. I'm really looking forward to seeing you there in uh, February. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks a lot. We'll, we'll see you all. And if, you, uh, if you're curious, interaction.ixda.org is, is where the site is. And we'll talk to you later. Sounds great. Bye.